right and the left. That's correct. You are. Because you're living on a line. Existential crisis, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty it's sure there's a poltergeist in my fun. house drawing off the energy. Is that what you wanted to hear? There are. I don't know what it is, but ever since I moved in on my own, like my cell phone, like two or three days, it can go without being charged. Is that a? Do you? I guess this is. I don't know. You guys have probably. You you really don't do any work, do you? <laughs> I don't know. No, I try I, to do as little. I'm Catholic. We try to do as little work as possible. I, I come home and I'll be lucky if my cell phone's at like 5%. And that's from me plugging it into my car, like on the way home. Oh, and it, I see. And it, it, it doesn't like it doesn't have the amperage to charge it uh-huh. um, more than it fucking consumes. So Yeah, no, my phone is dead because I just I, I don't use it. Damn. Not because I I'm constantly using you. it. Yeah, I just I don't. So I don't much. really use it. I think I sent some tweets out during the day. Yeah. But there's a lot of days where my phone is just straight up dead. Damn. I don't. Uh, yeah, and I was actually. So the the charging car. I'm gonna give it to you in a second. <laughs> car, car. I'm gonna give you control in a Boiling. second. Sorry. <laughs> Boiling. Well, we we had an agreement. You're taking control of the show until um, further notice. I, 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 I want to do the intro real quick. It is okay. It is September seventh in the year of our Lord, twenty twenty two. Uh huh. And you are in the timeline Earth. You are. That is that is the war room intro, dude. Wow. In the year of our Lord, twenty twenty two. I had to. I, I got kinda, fucking amped. Yeah. My so my phone's charging port has been broken for I don't know how long. It doesn't charge. Most huh. days, I have to do this weird thing where I wrap the cord around the phone to get the tension to be just have you, right. Have you, like, reduced it down to the port, or is it the cord? It's got to be the port. Okay. It's got to be the port, and it's so, just that way. So some days I just fucking leave it, and it dies, and now I'm, I'm looking into getting a Nokia. Well, I, I've had that problem before. You can take it to uh, one of those I break, you fix. Little... I'm not doing it. No, literally, they'll take like a little air compressor and spray the port out. You probably not have a doing ton of it. shit up there, and they'll do it for free. The only thing that you'll get blown out for free. Car camp, and welcome world. to the show. Thank you, thank you, everyone. <laughs> thank you. So I think uh, I got a lot of stories for you, Car. Why, you could just go, hey, give me a story, and I'll give you a story. But uh, yeah, G- give me a so. story. I'll give you one to start off. The Joe Biden. <laughs> I was way too eager. You didn't even. You didn't even. There was no like. Oh, are you sure? Are you sure? <laughs> I'm lo- dove I'm lo- right into I'm it. I'm looking at my phone that has the notes on it, which is that my phone is currently sitting at four percent battery. So if I don't get these notes out, <laughs> if I don't get these notes out, we're we're losing them, fellas. Okay, fine, go. Joe Biden. This is the. All right. Here's the note. Joe Biden evil speech. Dark Brandon gets pedo Hitler trending. All right, yeah. cool. So, yeah. Joe Biden. Joe Biden did a speech 
where mm-hmm. he said we're going to kill Repu- every Republican in America. We have to kill them, basically, is what he said. Are you talking about the 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 the, the crazy one <laughs> that looked like a yeah, like Hitler? It, Hitler, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was well, that, was this after our last recording? Um, yeah. it might have been, but a lot. Uh, yes, Thursday. Golly, oh, man, what an after. insane thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah it, was, it probably was. Totally ridiculous. So he got pedo hashtag pedo Hitler was trending days after. I don't after. like how you're pronouncing that. Pedo Hitler? You want yeah. pedo Hitler? Please. Well, I like yeah, I, I do the I, British I pronunciation of pedophile. Yeah. Oh, no. Makes me nope. wince. Yeah, pedophile. As well, long because as you don't do the British spelling. With the A? No. Yeah, that's nope. Why would you put an A? Anyway, they're calling it the Red Sermon, fellas. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you know, I got that one off war. I got that yeah, one from, yeah. straight from Mike Lindell's mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the Red Sermon. The Red so here's here's the theory that came up, not from Mike Lindell. This is a theory that I've kind of heard in some corners of the internet that I may or may not have been prodding into. Joe Biden did not swear on the Bible. Whatever book it was, he didn't swear on a Bible. Hmm. For what? For his uh, inauguration. Oh, okay. He didn't swear on a Bible. This is the new conspiracy theory. And if you go and you look at the inauguration video, dude, that's a Bible cover on another book for sure. <laughs> uh, not even kidding. Is it like a little kidding. golden books with like holy Bible you, <laughs> drawn and crayon t- on it? You, your mind will be blown when you see the creases and the unnaturalness. Okay. Hmm. I mean, so what do I It's search? unbelievable. Joe. Well, I guess Joe Biden inauguration swearing on Bible. Take a look at that thing and tell me that it looks like it's a single book and not a book stuffed in another book. <laughs> so here's the other thing that I what heard. is that? What even is that? Uh, right. <laughs> How many Bibles are in there? Right. It's huge. Yes. There's, Wait. There, uh, there's yes exactly car, exactly. There's stuff in there. There's another book in there that he swore on. Hmm. Okay. But we don't know what it is. Maybe it's Wait. Judith Butler's gender trouble. Can, can he I, swore on. Can I before we get just out of pocket here? Is it is yeah. this is is this like a Bible that other people have sworn in on? Well, there is a yes, there is a a Bible. Let me that they, let me back that they up. They do swear and, people on. Let me back up and give you the, the maybe more why I'm asking that question. Yes. I, not being overwhelmingly familiar with Bibles or, or, or gonna, like, yes. but still yes. a man of the cloth, but still a man, man of, the, of cloth. the cloth. Yeah. Like, what am I looking at? Because like, if I look at a Bible that I were to buy in a store, it looks yeah. radically different and it is way smaller than this Bible. So why Correct. would, why would anybody think that, that like, I guess Correct. what I'm getting at is if they wanted people to think it was the Bible, why would they use this monstrosity? Well, because people are stupid, they wouldn't ask the question in the first place. So here's the one theory that I've heard, which is stupid, but it's trying. Because Joe Biden is a Catholic and every other president besides Kennedy is not a Catholic, Joe Biden's Bible, there's six books in it more than any Protestant Bible. So it's making the Bible slightly larger. Now, maybe you're talking about adding 150 pages at most. At most, it's nothing. In the other theory that I've heard is inside of there, it's Mao Zedong's red book. 
stuff inside the Bible. <laughs> Buddy, not I fucking, fucking kidding, wish. dude. Not fucking kidding. Here's the other theory I heard, and then, Carl, you can take it from here and just spin off of this. And this titillates me because we are we are three weeks away from my prediction not being true unless something bad happens What was the in prediction America. Six weeks until a major domestic incident happens. Okay, yeah. That's all I said. And now we're three weeks in. However, I may need a time extension. Oh, here we this. go. He comes groveling back for the time I heard, extension. <laughs> I heard this today, and it kind of blew my mind. In 85 days from today, the 6th, when... <clears throat> In 84 days from the 7th, when we're recording this, Mm -hmm. Joe Biden will step down so Kamala Harris can uh, nominate a new vice, and that vice will run for president, and that vice will be Gavin Newsom. Hmm. Hold on. 85 days. This was what it was called. This was what was called in the MAGAverse. They're talking about this in the MAGAverse. This is what they're they're talking about. They're saying he's got 85 days. He's going to clear 85? out of what, what office. We, what, what, is this, what is the significance of this? Right around the time, right around after the new term, uh, the, the, what are we, the, the election, the midterms. Okay. Right around after that, he's going to take the time to step down. It's going to be around wait, like. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, so what is like that? Like due to at? a health problem or like. Uh, well, he can step down like, for whatever reason he wants. Yeah. I don't know. But in the MAGAverse, they're saying 85 days. Until Joe Biden steps down, Kamala Harris steps up and takes a new vice, who will be Gavin Newsom, and Gavin Newsom will then run for president. <laughs> I mean, listen. If I'm writing the story, it's happening. Okay. So, so, so you're coming to us to ask for a time extension because of this? I'm letting you know that if I'm wrong, MAGAverse will be right. <laughs> <laughs> We spoke about this on on Patreon. Yeah. uh, On the Over the Line episode. So please go check out the Over the Line episode. We'll get another one out soon. If you're having troubles, by the way, with the Over the Line RSS feed, so are other people. I'm sorry about that. I've sent uh, messages out to Patreon. So we'll see how that goes. However, going back to it, the last thing I'm going to leave you with, Carr, and then we can, whatever you want to do, wherever you want to go with this. (laughs) The speech that Biden made. 90, this, listen to this, this is from Trafalgar Polls, which is a top three most reliable polls rated by clear, real clear politics. How do, they pull, a, how do they pull for that? <laughs> They're polling pollsters? Real, well, real clear, I know you're making a joke, but real clear politics does like heavy investigations of these polling methodologies. Okay. Um, so, and real clear politics has awarded Trafalgar Polls um, last year for their accuracy. Okay. Um, so this is accurate polling. of Republicans and two-thirds of independents thought that Joe Biden's speech was dark and represents an escalation of rhetoric and is designed to incite violence amongst Americans. (laughs) Dude, I I mean, I, I don't disagree with that. No, I don't either. I don't don't, don't don't disagree with that. Like, like, this has been, it it really does feel as though, and I know that uh, some of this is like kind of war rooming stuff, but it does feel like they're taunting I mean, whatever you want to call right-wing America to, to make a move so that they can mm-hmm. have some sort of... Uh, and in three know. weeks, they will. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. It's yeah. going to be bad. No, it's, it's going to be bad. It, that, what an insane speech. Like, I mean, I, mean mm-hmm. I know we've got other topics we've got to cover here, but we, but this happened after our last episode, as, of course, everything always does. Yes. Um, <clears throat> what, what the hell? 
I don't know, dude. Like whatever it is, I I fucking love. I we know, Aaron, we know. What <laughs> bird? Bird. Let's <laughs> just stay with me here. What the hell? Um you know, I really don't know because if I was the president, I would not be trying to divide the country. Yeah. And this is why people talk about like Soros money. Yeah. You know, like go- like government breaking stuff. Yeah. So I don't really know, man. I, it doesn't seem – it's not wise to me um, to, do, to do what President Joe Biden is doing. It doesn't seem wise. The simplest explanation is he's revving up his base for the midterms. That's. But does that rev up his base or does that turn them Absolutely. off? Absolutely. You think? Absolutely. Well, definitely revs up his base. But well, who and, is his base? His base isn't well, radical left-wingers. His base no, is like, retired idiots. No, it's – well, Right? His it's base fucking... is the entire Democratic Party. Yeah. They're 100% behind Joe Biden. No, yeah. are they? Mm-hmm. If Joe Biden is the Democratic nominee, they're 100% behind him. Okay, yes. N- they will nominally. never go to Trump. Nom- nominally, yes. I understand that. But yeah. they're not behind him. They don't like him. I don't believe they have to like him to vote for him. No, no, no. Yeah, I get that. But, that but they, it's not the, that they have to like him. They have to hate Trump. Set the voting aside. That's true. Set the voting aside. Yeah, okay. Voting aside, why Why is Biden why doing this? this? Yeah, because, Grant, um, okay, maybe they go out and vote for Biden. Don't. It doesn't matter to me. What I'm asking is, this guy is milk toast center mm-hmm. Democrat. Not he's not. Yeah. Well, yeah, maybe maybe this is his turn. But, <laughs> uh, but... It's not like this is, I don't know, um, you know, I, I'm failing to come up with a relevant politician. But like, it's, not, it's not like this is some, like, like activist, leftist, dem- like, uh, ag- agitating uh, uh, politician. It's just an establishment guy. Like, why would you be? No, he's, he's dipping his toes into populism. Like, he's. Yes. That, that's all that is. It's a total. Well, do you re- do you remember? Well, here's the other thing. Have dude, uh, I forget who said it, but it's a a great uh, quote. To have a religion, you don't need to have a god, but you need to have a devil. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sounds very Nietzschean. I don't remember who said it, but it, I don't, yeah, whoever said it had something there. There's a. Um, they have the opportunity here, to cast. Uh, a, a, a already ridiculous group of people, MAGA Republicans, as white supremacist domestic terrorists. And the benefit of doing this is fear. Um, and the Democratic Party has been running on the fear message since Obama got out of office. Yeah, right. Yeah, I agree with that. And, and I'm not saying the Republicans don't run on fear, because when you look at their coverage of the border, yeah, they, yeah. they do. When you look at their coverage of women being abducted at 4 a.m., it's about it's fear. Mm-hmm. It's it's all fear yeah. on both sides. And w- the thing is, if the Republicans were in power and had control over the news media, it would be the reverse scenario occurring right now. So for Biden, I think the reason why he's trying to divide the country. And if you ask me, is he trying to divide America? He said this. Yes. So the answer is yes. He's yeah. trying to divide America. By doing this, an unappealing person, think George Bush, can secure the next election. 
That that's it's as simple as that. When George Bush did it, it's because he had strange people who lived in caves very far away and called them terrorists. Mm-hmm. Now he's got his FBI calling MAGA Republicans terrorists, and they're mm-hmm. close to home. Yeah. Okay. It is all fear. It's it's entirely fear based politics at this point. And, and um, you, you think the aesthetics of the speech itself? No, might, I think that was insane. I think yeah, I, I like and seems seemingly counterproductive, but it certainly did set a tone. I mean, I, I guess maybe 100%. it was produ- productive. I, you know, it just well, seems like the the opposite of what you wanted to be doing. I don't know. Again, if you t- look at the Trafalgar poll, if ninety percent of Republicans, you knew that. I can't believe it's not a hundred percent of Republicans, but there are those like you know Republicans who are. If you're being charitable, you could say they're not insane. Um, But if you're not being charitable, you you could say they're working for the Democratic Party, like Susan Mm -hmm. Collins and Mitch Romney. Mitch Romney. (laughs) Mitch Romney. Oh, Mitch. Oh, Mitch. Um, (laughs) You could say that. But the two-thirds of independents saying that this speech was provoking violence, this is not good. Yeah. It's it's actually not good for him. (laughs) So yes. and, and, and you have many Democrats who are coming out and saying, didn't really like the aesthetics. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought they were a little ex- extreme. Um, and I, yeah, I just I happen to think that whoever set that that vision up um, is probably ahead of the they're probably ahead of everybody else. Um, I don't know how else to explain it. Whoever yep. designed that set. I think is trying to push the Biden administration in a particular direction. I don't think Biden himself designed that set. Of course obviously. not. Of course not. Somebody did, and their intention was let's scare the fuck out of people. No, I don't. Yeah, he probably. <laughs> yeah, you're right. There was a little bit of wonkiness, by the way, with him walking out, but I, it wasn't enough to say it's not really Biden. But there was a little bit of wonkiness. So, so yeah, Carr, I don't know, but you, you're now – remember last – was it last week or the Over the Line episode where the first thing I read out was the poll that said two-thirds – was it yeah. Was it 20 percent of Americans? I think it was main show, yeah. yeah 20 percent like of Americans think a civil war is likely? Is likely. <laughs> or, or maybe it was 40 percent? It was ridiculous something number. alarming. If that number is over 1 percent, it's alarming. And the other poll that I heard just yesterday was um, people were more confident about the state of America um, during, I think it was in January, uh, in Jan. Jeez, I can't remember. During midst of the pandemic, mm-hmm. people were more confident about the state of the country than they <laughs> are now. right now. Jeez. Yeah. So we are really – we are actually kind of getting to the point of – my three weeks thing is becoming more likely yeah. uh, just just in as a matter of fact, uh, you know. Uh, so anyway, that's the opener, the Biden Man. speech. Dark Brandon, as they're calling him. The a major Red domestic sermon. incident would be so good for the show. <laughs> Jesus. Somebody messaged me today. I think it was Freebird. And she messaged me. Um, I, I she, she was like, good morning, everybody. And I responded to her. Good morning. May you live in interesting times. I she, saw was like, that. I, she was something like, oh, I don't know if that's a good like, I don't know if that's a good thing. And then I was like, you're right. But because I'm a podcaster, I the chaos is like how we make money. So. <laughs> so, Sorry. yeah, we are unfortunately, um, admittedly, I just don't want to be a liar to, to, to the world, to the audience, to everybody. Yes, we want chaos. We need it. It's how we make money. Blood and this is how the news media works. 
That's just how it works, man. Yeah, part of the, we're part of the we're part of the circus now, guys. We are, part, we are part of the mainstream media. I want to media. throw people in jail cells. <clears throat> Absolutely, me too. By the way, so there you go, Dark Brandon. Speech. Eighty-five days from today is the last day of November, so that's that's when that's that's the time you got. Oh, thank you for doing that calculation. I didn't really know what the significance of that number in particular was. I just knew it was after the midterms. Yep. But November, okay. November thirtieth. That's the last day of November. Very interesting. Um, yeah. Um, that on, they are saying on Gab and Getter and other platforms like that that there will be a stepping down period around that time. I mean, uh, that in itself is not doesn't seem all that unreasonable. Like you know, I'm, I, well, it doesn't. But at the same time, it's like ha- that uh, has it ever happened? Well, right, that's a good point. Yeah. Other than a, pre- a president being embroiled in great controversy, I don't think it's ever happened that a president has stepped down just in order blue. to set yeah. up the next Nixon president. Down, right? Yeah, but he, yeah, and was embroiled in a embroiled controversy in controversy. Where obviously, he believed yeah. he would have had to. It wasn't that he was going to get impeached. It's that if he kept his job position, he'd have to go into all of the 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 committee hearings, you know, and have to testify under oath, and then you can go to jail, and yeah, so. That's what he just wanted to avoid doing that, which is what you're seeing, by the way, with Fauci. You're um, seeing it, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Not just <laughs> keep keep going. I, I was going to branch off of it. But yes. Yeah. I assume that's what's going on. there. Uh, not just Fauci, but Fauci, Lerner. Uh, uh, there's just lots of people who are, which is weird, because what that indicates is that they think the Republicans are going to take the House and Senate in the election period. Oh, because that's interesting. Like a leading be, indicator of the, correct. Yeah. Because if the Republicans, there's a couple of seats, like the seat in Arizona, Blake masters is going for Blake masters is one of the guys whose commercials. I think we played on this podcast, perhaps yeah. um, his seat is, is attached to death Valley. To, well, that's true. It's the, but it's it, the passenger seat of a Chevy Volt, and we're driving. <laughs> <laughs> It would be Death Valley for the Democrats because his seat is attached to a committee seat. Okay. So if the Republicans take a certain number of seats that are up, uh, they will have the ability to form committees and subpoena people. Ah, okay. Which, nice. as far as I, as far as Steve Bannon has made the case, you don't actually have to follow that subpoena. But you better believe when the Republicans get in, they're going to start saying you have to follow that subpoena. Yeah. So. You know, you know how it works. But yeah, Fauci's out because of that. There's a couple of people who are just leaving because oh, they know. And, and Fauci said he was leaving in December, which would line up more or less with your timeline. Uh, well, absolutely. Yeah, he does not want to get called to a committee hearing because yeah. that guy will go to jail. Yeah, <laughs> he will go um, to jail. Did, uh, speaking of on a related topic, did you see that interview with the, the Pfizer CEO? No, I didn't. Didn't he get COVID again? No, he can't. There, and I saw it maybe an hour ago, and I've been kind of still working a little bit, so I wasn't able to. I mean, it didn't look like something that you would need to verify. It was a video interview with the guy um, talking about how they didn't. He wasn't prepared to use the mRNA te- technology, but um, you know, basically, more or less, some people, capital S, capital P, convinced him. <laughs> the big guy. Yeah, co- <laughs> co- convinced him that it was re- it was ready to release. And, and uh-huh. that really interesting uh, little snippet. I, it was like a two minute clip I caught on Twitter. I would need probably more context. But, uh, you know, I, I if that were like some outrageous statement, I would probably do a little bit more work before uh, saying it on the podcast. But that's pretty much been the way the wind's blowing for a little while now. What do they call it? Uh, saying the quiet part out loud. I feel like that's just like starting to happen as a matter of fact nowadays. Yes. Yeah. Like it's not it, like very soon it will not be a saying anymore. Yeah. 
<laughs> well, it's it's because it's because things have become so untethered that you almost can't address reality now without saying some part of the quiet part out loud. Yeah, for sure. It's very difficult to just operate in society without saying, you know, without blurting it out. I mean, you know, it's you can't like right now the the prevailing capital T truth is that you need like what six boosters to be you know protected from COVID or <laughs> something. No you know, it's, it's it's nuts. Like you anymore, you you literally yeah. just have to lo- like like be like, yeah, well, they're saying that, but but obviously that's just to make money or whatever your excuse is. But and nobody believes it anymore. You know, nowadays if you walk around and you go, you know, the vaccines really didn't do anything. Democrats will be like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. It's so uh, you know weird. A year ago, I, you know, you would be crucified. So you were a heretic. It, yeah, it's, it's yeah. nuts. And now the average person is like, yeah, it probably didn't. Yeah. Why is that uh, just so... I don't even know what how you describe that. It was wild to live through COVID PSYOP like, in real show. time. It'd be great for the show. So good. I'm very happy that it happened. Um, I want to take you guys to Europe. As you may Yuck. have remember, yeah, I know. And I I'm hear it's fucking hot it. there, and there's restrictions on air conditioning. Yeah, dude, dude. <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you something. I've Idiots. been doing some ca- casual looking, and I mean, I, I don't want to be like a blind doomsayer here, but there are some really big structural problems that Europe is going to uh-huh. have to deal with here, and it's not good, man. It is really, really not good. Um, so as you may remember, uh, Russia shut off their, uh, LNG supply to Europe, right? You know how they did it, right? By claiming there was a, a technical difficulty in the in <laughs> yeah. Nord Stream. Did you see the leak? Did you see the part no, of the no, leak? No, no, I didn't. Is it good? <laughs> it's, it's like one plug that's a little leaky. Dude, well, <laughs> and they well, shut the entire pipeline that, down. <laughs> uh, of course. And that, and, and did you see the video? Uh, no. Okay. Putin is now openly trolling and in the most grim, <laughs> grim manner possible. God, Dude, I saw this <laughs> five minutes before we started the show, and holy shit. So um, just to set the stage, most of Europe imports uh, the bulk of their energy, is my understanding. Um, uh, I think a third Other of... France, I think, right? No, I think France does too. I think that's oh, kind wow. of a LARP. Yeah, I think. Oh, really? I'm yeah. pretty well, sure. There goes nuclear energy. Yeah, uh, I mean, no doubt France is going to be better off because they have those nukes still up and running. But I'm pretty sure they still uh, because you, you, a lot of the heating is gas. The the the, how, the home heating is gas. It's not electric because electric oh, yes. heating is very inefficient. Because, so because they don't live in the 21st century, <laughs> right? Yes. <laughs> so so um, it's anyway. kind of weird to. By the way, I'm sorry to interrupt, but it's kind of weird to realize we had this vision of Europe. As this, like, sophisticated... No, they're a bunch of idiots. They're the cave dwellers. Yes. They're poor. They're third world they're cave third dwellers. third world cave drill- dwellers, yes. <laughs> It's unbelievable Very, to yes. me. And the more that I'm reading about this, the more I just have to ask, how could they have let this happen? But, I, yeah. you know, it, it's, it's just nuts. So, anyway, take Germany, for example. Germany imports uh, two-thirds of its energy from outside of Germany. Um, and a third of that, I think, in terms of LNG, which is used to heat homes, is from Russia. Um, you know, when you what when is you boil, LNG? I know what it is, but uh, liquid the, natural gas. That's what it is. Okay, thank you. So, um, the, 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 you're you're looking at huge sections of of energy production um, that are just not going to be available to the German people that they previously have been able to depend on. Uh-huh. Uh, winter is coming. 
And yes. Gazprom, you may uh, recall that name. That is the largest uh, LNG company, I believe, in the world, and it's majority Gazprom. state-owned by, by Russia. It's their biggest Gazprom. company. Yeah. So they – and I don't know if there's any way that we can get – well, I guess people are just going to have to go look up this video. They release like a two minute video set to this really spooky soundtrack that hmm. is in Russian talking about winter. Oh, and it's how in winter... Russian. I was going to say, I would, yes. I would pull it and up. So it's a, dude. Yeah. So yeah, you won't get anything, but the video is just these pan panoramas of various European landscapes that just become frozen over. <laughs> and, oh. and, yeah, dude. Wow. <laughs> so that's, so that's where yeah, they're we're in at for right a rough now. winter. Yeah, they're going to be in for a rough winter. The Northern yeah. Europeans. I mean, I, I'm look, it's again, I hate to just be like the doomsayer collapsitarian because those people like are, I think, in often just off in La La Land. But um, they've got things, th break, there are some, things break, dude. And, <laughs> and not only that, to compound to that. So, A, first, um, there's going to be a lot of people that are very cold this winter. I mean, I don't think that there's any way around that. I don't even think if they were to magically clear everything up now that they would be able to catch up essentially in some yeah. sense. Um, I think that their, that their bed is made for at least a portion of this winter to be very, very cold and there will be people dying. Um, uh, will those people, you know, if, if you're going to think like a German, will those people be better to the economy? <laughs> you know, I don't know. Um, but, you know, that I think that is a reality that probably a lot of Germany is going to be facing, particularly colder areas of Germany. Um, the other interesting aspect of this, and I'm still, again, just still kind of getting my head around exactly how this is functioning. Uh, but this is kind of related to the things that I've been talking about uh, with regards to the European Central Bank, Davos Group, and, and our Federal Reserve. Well, you you may know that that most energy contracts are globally are denominated in dollars. Mm -hmm. So they settle the dollars. Well, as the energy has been spiking, and not just spiking, but very volatile, both um, energy-related -like com companies in Europe and then your speculators and traders and such are trying to get into these futures markets, you know, the, the energy companies to try to mitigate risk um, of future uh, price increases, I would, I would assume. Um, and then traders and speculators just trying to, to make, to, to guess right and make money. Um, well, all of the, these insane price fluctuations have been liquidating everybody. They're, yeah. They've been getting margin called and, they have to prov provide <laughs> dollars as more collateral, <laughs> U.S. dollars, yeah. and so it's it's causing the dollar. This, in in conjunction with other things, is causing the dollar to actually really gain value in terms of global fiat currencies, at, and and particularly at the expense of the euro, which is just exacerbating their issues mm -hmm. because yes. the euro, um, uh, you know, they they have big inflation problems over there, and and a huge portion of the CPI is is energy. So these, so as they're getting margin called, they're having to put up more dollars, and yeah. uh, and then and energy is is increasing, increasing inflation or you know price inflation. Um, and dude, it, it, it this whole thing it's, is it's is the a biggest dollar. energy yeah, that crisis. That sounds like in the European dollar history. is getting stronger. Yeah, the dollar is getting stronger. Well, compared to fiat currencies, but compared to hard assets, what's the story there? Yeah, yeah. I mean, in in the short term, yeah, it, because there's just this massive rip. Like there's this massive weird. Uh, bid on the dollar because they just have to settle contract. Now, is that going to last a year? I don't, you know, probably not. But 
Um, yeah, oh. I, I think I think that there that there's that the dollar is set to really increase because like if you took the dollar index like the DXY, it's sixty percent of it is is the relationship between the the uh, dollar and the euro. So, you know, <laughs> that, that that's going to directly affect it right off the bat. Yeah, and then I guess. I mean, from what I heard, the dollar is actually consistently losing ground in uh, terms of real estate, like in, in other hard assets. Um, it was over the summer, but now it looks like the real estate market's cooling off because interest rates uh, are the mortgage rates are rising a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think it has been doing uh, it's, it's been pretty steady against like commodity metals and stuff like that. Um, just waiting yeah. for Aaron to say, well, my mortgage is steady. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I don't know, man. It's just a tremendously weird time. And like it, it almost it's like keep your Austrian head. But there's also things are so beyond fucked and 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 tied to each other that just weird shit is going to happen. And that it's, weird shit should not be dwelled upon. But just be aware that weird shit's going to happen. You know what I mean? It's the it's the worst energy crisis in European history. Oh, easily. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, I don't think it's close. It's, I can't imagine. Like I mean, historically I don't historically bad. Yeah, yeah. And I, I mean, uh, I work. I work with a lot of Southern Europeans, which Southern Europe's already pretty poor. Yeah. Right. Um, and I was like, so how are you guys doing? And and the the consensus was, it's getting pretty rough. Yeah. <laughs> so and and we are not even into it yet. Like well into it. Like, the only way to pay your gas bills is by winning on a game show. Right. That did you see that? Yes. You saw it's that? Amazing. Yeah. Well, yeah, here's the thing. A, here's yep. here's what's going to happen is the energy bills are going to start going absolutely through the roof. They already have according to at least some anecdotal stuff on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um and what's going to happen is you're going to see a bunch of people rioting and refusing to pay their bills. And that's going to leave the leadership in a very interesting predicament of uh, do we want wide scale riots or do we want to just pay these guys energy bills? But of course they don't have enough money and they don't have enough energy. So then it's like, what do we do? Do we, do we, uh, we, we break we our to... relationship with the United States and <laughs> well, we turn well, to Russia and take well, their oil. I mean, it's certainly, you know, I mean, they I, hate I, us right now, dude. Have you, who, I don't Europe? know if you've heard the, yeah, I don't know if you've heard the oh, conversation, sure. but they are, they're starting to realize that this whole Ukraine thing, they got really hoodwinked. Yeah, oh, I'm, they're starting yeah, to look back and go, "Hey, wait a minute, your dollar's doing great. The yeah. rub- the ruble is doing better than it's done in decades." Yeah, and we're here, and we can't drive to work. And it's there, there is no path out right now that I can see. Well, be, be, and, 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 one, and it's getting dropping down and telling Putin how big he is. Well, you know, that's the other interesting thing, too, as well, because there's no way that I could accurately predict any of this because there's so much stuff that I or any other pleb like any of us doesn't know. But to me, it seems like Russia has Europe on the ropes and Russia and Europe hate each other and they always have. And um, and all of the risk that Russia had to take so far in this maneuvering and this political maneuvering has been taken. They 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 had to risk being cut off from from uh, foreign exchange uh with the United States. Okay. They did. So, so they got nothing to lose there. Um, they, uh, had to risk trade, you know, exporting a bunch of LNG to Europe. Okay. Well, that's done. So there is no, like, there is no further real risk to that. I can see that Russia needs to take. They just simply are waiting for people in Europe to die in mass. So, so 
what <laughs> this isn't just like a Europe comes to the table and says, okay, w- let's just go back to the way things were. No, no, no. <laughs> that that if I know anything about how Putin operates or any you know authoritarian like that operates, that ain't the deal anymore. The terms have changed, and mm-hmm. I don't know what those terms are or will be. But he, it seems to me, he's holding a lot of cards. Oh yeah, well you yeah, but you he's also if you have power. hurting himself because his his LNG exports are tied up in, you know, just not as lucrative trade deals with China and India, and you know, Europe basically has to launder LNG through other countries. Well, right. So exactly. So like, they're still getting paid. Yeah. Yeah. There's, yeah Russia's and, still getting paid, and they're getting paid a like, higher rate because the, the the LNG price spiked. And from what I understand, gas in Russia, it's like Texas. It's like a, it's yes. like nothing to, yeah. to, to, to get gas in Russia. It's yeah. the one thing they have an abundance of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah, he's, he is holding many of the cars. This is why I was talking about last, uh, maybe it was last week or the week before, about like Saudi Arabia starting to, to like look around and go, all right, we got to get out of the gas market and get into another essential material somewhere. Mm-hmm. But it's always based around energy. Yes. In one way or another, energy is the thing that powers everything else. So it's yep. the game, I, which is why it's when Trump was telling the Euro, the European delegation from uh, Germany, like, hey, guys, this is going to turn out badly for you. Yeah, mm-hmm. he was correct. I forget who made the point, but it was an interesting one that, um, you know, the, the simple solution would be nuclear like Germany, you know, backs they off shut, of yeah, nuclear. and they shut them down. Yeah, they shut yeah. down their nuclear plants. Well, they've delayed yeah. they've delayed that. Uh, at least through December, they have. I oh, think they, they have, haven't. They haven't they, shut them down yet. They have like three remaining, and they haven't shut them down. They've delayed the shutdown until I think December. What is so, what what is Lithuania, and why can't Lithuania just be a large power plant? <laughs> it's a good, right? great, great question. Great question. If you're the president of Lithuania, you're looking at the situation going, guess I don't know what they <laughs> say, how they speak, but you know. You're looking around and going, I could make a lot of money here. Where are the Estonians with their energy yeah. production? Where are the Denmarkians, the Danish? The Danes. I don't know. Yeah, they're all. They're I mean, they're all in the EU, their right? Population in a frenzy, yeah. trying to trying to fucking cozy up to NATO. Well, they're, they're, if they're in the EU, then they're having to meet these insane climate uh, goals. So they're not going to be oh, able to yeah, you're fire right. that shit up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're dude. dude they, yeah, you're right. They're, God, they, the EU sucks, <laughs> dude. It's terrible. What a well, joke. <laughs> the interesting point that he made is the reasons why all these countries and even even states in the United States aren't aren't choosing the obvious answer for energy independence and going nuclear is because there's no Saudis. There's no uh, social currency. There's no like ESG that's attached to nuclear. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, well, like, what are you saying? Like, because there's a negative ESG attached to natural gas. Yeah, is that, I mean, what, is like, that, where, is that well, what you mean? Nat- natural gas was always the standard. It's it's that 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 was always the status quo was natural gas, and the goal was to have that around and then gradually transition to these green energies with yeah. you know diverse you know co- all these corporations with diverse boardrooms and all that. Uh-huh. Um, but there's there's none of that with nuclear. You can't ESG nuclear because it's extremely complex and requires a, a heightened a heightened regulatory presence. And um, are you, you telling know, you me that ESG has like methodology behind it? Yeah, I mean, it's, really? it's insane. I but... just thought I just thought ESG was like 
Hey, George Soros, what do you think about this company? I don't like it. Bad. Mm. I literally thought that's how ESG worked. I mean, that's that's part of it, sure. <laughs> it's it's that's, a, that's a, a rigorous scientific methodology and what George thinks. <laughs> yeah. yep. It's a little of all. <laughs> and George, it seems like George usually wins. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah, there's, yeah, no, it, uh, th- there's no, like, DEI currency that that's present inherently in nuclear because it's it's established see i always thought the reason why america was captivated into not going along with the nuclear thing was number one because natural gas lobby Mm -hmm. um but number two and i think that this is more significant is that they were convinced that nuclear uh will be a, a detriment to the relationship with the petrodollar and the saudis but I, I don't know if that's I'm sure got that's, anything to do with it. I'm sure that was the reasoning 30 years ago, like why we haven't built a new nuclear plant in however long. Uh-huh. And the same with Europe, too. But now it's, uh, it's kind of shifted into, well, how can we milk this for you know, our, our ESG money? Yeah. And you can't. Like, there's no, there's no fucking um, all-female transgender startup in the nuclear sphere. Well... Is it no? But we have a trans nuclear commissioner. That's true. And so, I, I do. I do think things are going to go the way of nuclear, uh, one that's, way or um, another. That's probably the the highest extent of like how how ESG DEI can penetrate into that sphere through, <laughs> you know, through the bureaucracy. It's <laughs> putting a, a bald guy uh in office to lord over the power production yeah it's yep. very strange a very strange situation all around with with power but um yeah car can i can i share something yes okay aaron you're gonna like this all right <laughs> steve bannon's our boy right friend of the show but he's got a friend his name is mike lindell <laughs> mike lindell has been blackballed from big box stores I don't know if you know this, no, but you, but, but the big box stores, Target, Costco, um, BJ's, the big box stores, not Walmart, or maybe Walmart, we're not sure. I didn't look. They've all blackballed the MyPillow. They're not selling the MyPillow anymore because they don't like Mike Lindell. Well, I thought one good way... For me to do this, you know, little plan that I have, check out over the line if you want to hear the plan, was to go out there, show full support. Sitting on my bed right now is a MyPillow. Oh, man. Sitting on my bed right now is a MyPillow as well. Are you guys serious? <laughs> um, Sitting on my I bed right now, car not. camp it. They say what you have to do is when you get it, throw it in the dryer right away. So I threw and it by in the they, they mean me. I put that out in the timeline and blew everybody's that mind. Was, it was Mike Lindell, dude, no, who said that. that. was me. And you heard it on War Room like everybody else. <laughs> no, I was talking about this like last year when people were like, <laughs> my pillows aren't even that good. It's No, stiff. you got to throw them like, in the dryer. Yeah. yeah. Is it you foam? Activate that foam. Yeah. Oh, it's foam. You got to activate the foam. It needs to be activated. So I activated my foam. Mm-hmm. I activated the foam. And in the middle of my work day. I fluff my little my pillow, and I lay down. Oh boy! Do you use the the cold side or the warm side? I like a cold side. 
I like the cold side too. All right, I'm a cold. Yeah, I'm a warm guy, so I need a cold side. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I've got the my pillow sitting there. I'm just thinking it'd be really funny if I'm like wake up in the middle of the night and start having MAGA dreams because I'm on the pillow. Inception. My yeah. pillow inception. That dude, that would be a brilliant wait, wait, wait what if they were that complex? <laughs> Implanting yes. like magnetic yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. Oh dark branded. Dark oh. branded. <laughs> Why did oh. they think that was a good idea? I don't know. Red sermon. Oh. <laughs> the red sermon yeah, is that's absolutely really ridiculous. But yeah, I got a my pillow sitting on the bed right now because what I think my theory is to get into the mind of a MAGA Republican, this is from Marcus Aurelius. I don't know if you've ever read the meditations. Uh, Marcus Aurelius, as I've said in the past, was mostly an exercise vlogger who became a Roman emperor. But I think w one thing that he did really well was he had a mentality about putting yourself in the moment, right? You have to, you, if you want to be like someone you admire, you have to live like someone you admire. Well, I don't ma admire MAGA Republicans, but I know they all sleep on my pillow. So I figured in order for me to get into the MAGA mindset, I have to be sleeping MAGA, waking MAGA, walking MAGA, driving MAGA. I have to get MAGA'd up as much. And by the way, that the number of MAGAs that I just said is exactly as many as you need to say for Spotify to ban your episodes. So we'll see if that comes out. Um, but I'm basically, I'm trying to car, there's a term, Alexander the Great believed in it, called apotheosis, right? Where you enact the behaviors of a deity in the past in order for yourself to become that deity. I'm trying to live the MAGA life to become Trump. For all so, our orthodox, or all the orthobro listeners, they'll know about apotheosis. The, 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 the trad cat, they know about this. So I'm trying to get into the MAGA mindset. So I've got my my pillow. I was thinking about getting some my slippers. Mm. What do you think about that? Are you talking about slippers? Get, you need get a the my slippers. pillow. Get Dude, the slippers. You, you know what, Car? Your, your lack of energy, your low energy lately. You need a my pillow. You think? <laughs> you, you need to be sleeping on the cold side. Okay. Well, let me, the let my me pillow. tell you what. I'm gonna pull. What, what do I go to? Mypillow.com. 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 He guarantees it. Mike does. It's a, Mike does. So you can get your While own MyPillow. you should go to uh, PrecinctStrategy.com as well. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> you know what that is. I don't know what that is, actually. <laughs> you can get a MyPillow for $50 or 30 if you get the promo code. We'll get a promo code, Car. I'm going right. to send Mike an email. Because after yeah. he hears this episode, he's going to know we're in. That's, that, I mean, that's a great point. I'm, I'm, I'm actually a little bit just, I'm just kind of coming to the conclusion that, that there's no way that that was impromptu. That was all prepared. So that, so, so you have now taken another 10 minutes uh, on the MyPillow thing that you premeditated took on this episode. Yes, correct. In my notes, it says, in the spirit of my next quest... We were talking on OTL. I have purchased a my pillow. Is what the note in my phone says. Uh huh. Okay. That's yeah. I wanted to let you know. I was excited. Good. 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 <laughs> Car. I wanted to ask you a civil engineering question. Okay. So let's say you are the water department of a southern town that's over seventy-five <laughs> percent black. Um, when you're designing a water system, uh, how many? About how many levels of redundancy is there in this water system? <laughs> Dude, 
I, what I, is that in reference to? <laughs> Jackson, Mississippi, my friend. Okay. I don't know exactly what's going on down there, but you need to understand something. Every like, I think that there's a misconception on 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 what exactly is going on beneath the ground in a lot of these cities. The pipes that that water is going through are probably from 1917 and made out of vitrified clay. That is that is almost guaranteed the case. Like the the water infrastructure in every major city especially the poorer ones is nuts i mean even even wealthier cities i will i would pull up plans in fort worth and see w- what the water is flowing through and just like i, I just can't believe it um pro- a lot of that is cuz it's expensive to to fix but i i don't you know in terms of redundancy where are are you talking about like the actual treatment I don't, I don't even know what exactly is going on there. Is it Talk because about the supply, the treatment, the drainage? Yeah, the because gra- is it groundwater that's infiltrating through the pipes into the into the water? No, it's that there is no water in the pipes, none. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, then that's going to be an issue. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, the National Guard is currently handing out water. Uh, Good in grief. So. Yeah, and um, they they all I forget who. The federal government stepped in and basically it took two days for whoever they contracted to get the water back on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So as a civil engineer, um, usually you design a system, um, you have your expected load, and then you design the system for three times that load is, is, your, is your point Fa- of failure. Factor right? of safety, yeah. Yeah. I would say. You, yeah. uh, you, you should most definitely um when you get a chance his name is chakwe lamumba there's two of them <laughs> there's come on the the mayor of jackson mississippi's name is chakwe lamumba look into him i was like this idea that we're gonna like turn jackson mississippi into a, like an african republic and they did <laughs> yeah and it looks like they succeeded <laughs> so what i gathered from my cursory research is that in 2016 yeah. They they had all these water meters that that weren't functional and water meters are how you how you generate revenue for your water department. Mm-hmm. And um, so they it was something crazy, like only 35 percent of the water meters in that city were functional. So they weren't generating the revenue that they needed to pay for, you know, maintenance and um, additions and all that stuff. So <laughs> so they just. They just didn't fix it, and then they deferred maintenance um, for up up until like now, and until you have a catastrophic failure, and uh, now now it's a problem. Now they need now, now they're asking for a billion dollars in order to fix this and and bring it up to speed with with the demand, and uh, it's it's just it's, it's not a, it's not a terrible strategy because now they're going to get federal help and they wouldn't have otherwise, you know. Um, well, and. It's, and if your goal is to have a nominally functional wa- water system, the goal—I mean, the the strategy would be to get it all the way up to yeah. say the, the the quarter before you have a catastrophic yes, failure, yes. and then start complaining about it. Get that money and then fix it just enough f- so that you have you know right by the time you're up for re-election, 
you have you're approaching another catastrophic failure right. and then you can get more money and fix yeah it. no that would that would certainly be more ideal so uh but to circle back this is going to happen a lot this is going to happen a lot to a lot of cities um and towns uh, across the country and and this is a really a function you, do, you, do you really think so oh yeah uh, absolutely you yeah, really don't it's, think it's that it's happening because in massachusetts the, as well uh, not really with, not with the water system but with just infrastructure in general. yes and well, what, infra- what, yeah infrastructure what, in america is falling what apart, fuels yes. this is and not to sound like a gay nerd but like this is kind of symptomatic of like the fiat system where you have growth for growth's sake and this particularly becomes a problem in like in the physical world because these cities start to build suburbs and sprawl because they're making so much money on that new development from permitting and things like that and then they have just enough money to build the uh to pocket a bunch of cash and build the bare minimums of the infrastructure. But what they don't realize is that infrastructure is incredibly expensive. Um, when you, when you have a suburb and you have to run trunk lines and stuff like that, all the way out to that suburb, you've got to maintain a road and paving all the way out to that suburb and, uh, and all, you know, sanitary sewer and storm drainage and all of this, all the operations and maintenance costs balloon. I mean, they get so expensive, but you're not realizing that immediately. All you're realizing immediately is the initial capital expenditure to build the stuff and seeing all of the money coming in from permitting. So then they're like, shit, we don't have enough money to maintain this. But if we build another subdivision, we can we can pay that back and be square again. But then that just doubles down on their eventual operations and maintenance costs. And so this, this has been happening, you know, since World War II, probably, I mean, maybe even before that. But but this, this is like kind of the foundational issue and why like this, the, the sprawl issue is so daunting for these uh, municipalities, because the the and the other problem, too, that exacerbates this is that everybody living in those suburbs is generally wealthier than the people living in the city course. So they have inordinate amount of pull um, on the, the city's government. When really the people living in the urban core are essentially subsidizing their existence because it doesn't cost anything to run a water main, a, you know, 300 feet to some guy's house from the, the you know, downtown. Um, whereas to run it 15 miles, you know, what, what is it per, per foot? Um, so, th- yes, yeah, so this is I mean, you're going to see a lot of cities and uh, have to go through tremendous restructuring and probably declare bankruptcy and stuff. like that. I don't that. know, man. I'm str- I, 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 it's not happening in certain cities, though. Like, why is it happening in some and not others? I, I mean, there's they're the, they're, they're, they've run they, they've run it the, the closest to the red line. I mean, uh, the, yeah. there, there's ways to, to mitigate it. And if you have a wealthy enough populace, you can kind of get around it. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, if you're if you're just going to imagine run it, Jackson, Mississippi is not particularly wealthy, especially after I would imagine mul- multiple years of literally communist dominance yes. in the mayorship. No, I would imagine I, yeah, not doing very well. Not yeah, yeah I, I, I doubt it. So I I mean I know Memphis was going through some problems. Um, you just hear about it like kind of through civil engineering circles, but I, I don't like really keep up with it. It's just it's just a it's societies. a societies. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a it's a real uh, daunting issue. Um. And uh, and yeah, and all it takes is is one kind of catastrophe to really, really expose how unstable in three weeks. Yeah. (laughs) So three weeks, sir. (laughs) We got three weeks. Um, I know you like going surfing car. I sure do. So I'm going to give you a warning here. Um, West Coast. Stay clear. Don't go. Don't go swimming. Don't go surfing. Don't fish. Because. Why the hell not? The beaches of California are currently plagued with feet-eating mini sharks. <laughs> what? Huh. 
I'm, this is for real, dude. Beachgoers in Southern California are being targeted by swarms of tiny, aggressive sea bugs that eat human feet. They're, they're called mini sharks. But are they're they about, sharks or bugs? They are isopods. Um, bugs. Yeah, a little bug. A little type of bug. Okay. It's a crustacean Just say species. Bug. Well, it's a crustacean. It's not real. It's a, it's a bug. Sea bug. Grows to about a quarter of an inch. And they form swarms of more than a thousand. They swarm. They live in shallow waters. And they find bare feet. They bite into them. They draw blood. Since they're so small, it feels like little pinpricks. Experts, I don't know who, recommend you shuffle your feet in order to get rid of them, but it does not eliminate the potential for biting. People have experienced pain on their feet and ankles that go on after they get out of the water for 30 to 40 minutes. So Jesus. be careful with these little, these little sea bugs out there, uh, my Californian listeners. Um, and you the problem is you they're not know. polluting the ocean enough. This wouldn't be a problem if we had nuclear That's right. dumping directly into dumping, yeah. the local beaches. That's yes. right. Yeah. It wouldn't be a problem if we could just, you know what, what happened in the Gulf? I don't, why don't they just crack a couple of those open randomly? Crack open a cold one. Yeah, just crack That's... open a couple of oil spills. It'll be yeah. good. Good for the whole world. Have you guys been seeing on Twitter uh, this duke's mayonnaise uh yeah, that's one of my stories okay so i guess i knew you were gonna say this inspired inspired by the other uh uh <laughs> company branding efforts uh I'll, I'll think maybe like perhaps radio shack things like that not um, almonds duke's mayonnaise has unveiled their new mascot named tubby Yep. And this is a gigantic uh, anthropomorphic uh, tub of mayonnaise. And I did want to read this NBC article, um, this one coming to you from Richmond, Virginia. We have, by the way, by the way, we have the same article. Okay, that. yes. And there's really only just like one line on, in there. I'm sure you keyed in on that as well, that I just really feel like I need to read. Okay, go ahead. Um, Duke's Mayonnaise has unveiled its first mascot in its 105-year history. The mascot named Tubby has, quote, shifty eyes and shaggy brows. And his physical appearance left Duke's fans wondering what was happening when he took control of the company's brand channels last week. That's really all I wanted to say. Have you seen it, Aaron? Yes. Oh. No, I haven't. Look up Tubby. Du look up Duke's Tubby. He looks like a pederast. <laughs> okay, here's another line. We're, we're the rebels in an all-too-traditional category, and we've given ourselves permission to have some fun with this character who is passionate, curious, and a little unhinged. <laughs> He's got little red shoes. I don't Ooh. know if you've seen the, the shoes. Yes, He's yes, got little elf shoes. Yeah. No, he does yeah, look like tubby. a pederast. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, and he looks like a pederast because he has giant eyebrows and creepy eyes. And, and what's also weird, Carr, I don't know if you can cut. If you, if you, like, step your vision back a bit and you look at the whole thing, the Duke's logo looks like his screaming mouth. Okay, let me see this. It's a big black <laughs> circle, and it looks like a giant oh, screaming mouth. He's going to eat you. Wow. Yeah, so there's this tubs. Is, this is like the uh, the gritty effect. Yes, correct. Oh, it's, yeah. Uh, yeah. He's got the same eyebrows. to realize that having, like, insane mascots that do crazy shit is good, actually. Yeah. What is it? Uh, you will live to see horror, man-made horrors beyond <laughs> yeah. your comprehension. Yeah. <laughs> it's tub led by Tubby. Uh, just, 
I had to just tweet that. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> and, it, yeah. and it's Tubby basically in the same pose that Joe Biden and Hitler were both in. It's that like <laughs> that like haunched over hands in the air pose. <laughs> uh. yeah. yeah. Shout out to Tubby because I do feel like we need more mascots because ever since one of our favorite ep- my favorite episodes we've recorded was us talking about like the races of M&M's. Oh, I, I, we need more mascots. Yeah. We need more mascots to talk about. And I like Tubby in a way, even though he looks like a better ass. Hmm. I mean, he looks almost exactly like John Podesta. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah he kind of does. That's pretty well. He looks almost exactly like John Podesta, despite the fact that he doesn't have a nose or a mouth. Um, yeah. Got another one for you here. Ooh. This one coming from NPR. Historians advise the president. The problem? The scholars were all white. <laughs> when President Biden spoke on September 1st to tell the nation that democracy is in danger, I assume this is referring to the Red Sermon. The red his, sermon. Warnings, his warnings echo the words of many who have been paying attention, especially like those Hitler. who study the past. Like <laughs> not, a, not a month earlier, the president met with a group of hand-picked historians who told him that democracy was teetering, hanging on by a thread. Uh-huh. After the Washington Post reported on the historian's meeting, it didn't take long for some to raise questions, not about the fact that democracy <laughs> is in peril, but about the monochromatic makeup of those delivering that message. <laughs> well, that's a little, that is a little weird that the Biden administration didn't have one brown person to do I know, that job. Yeah. But do they think that the black historians, for instance, are more optimistic about history? <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> <laughs> what? What? Uh, God. Yeah. yeah so. I want to talk to some historians. It's all like guys who look exactly like Joe Biden, who aren't historians. They've just seen a lot of history. It's, <laughs> There's it's, a, there is body doubles. Every Joe Biden double, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the historians. Not only were they all white, but they were all actually Joe Biden. <laughs> I'm a historian, man. Well, yeah, to look like Joe, you got to be as old as him, right? So yeah. you've probably seen a lot of history. I'm stepping down, Jack. <laughs> That's fine. I'll step up. Can you imagine I'm talking to one another like that Spider-Man looking at Spider-Man meme? Uh, It's too much. That reminds me of one thing I heard. Did you hear that Jay-Z said that being called a capitalist is like being called the (laughs) N-word? No. Did you hear that one? No, no. (laughs) That was was pretty good. Yeah, that's that's a pretty great one, man. Wow. That's a pretty great one, especially when you connect what Jay-Z, like when Jay-Z hears the word capitalist, the kind of person he thinks of. A hand rubbing, hook nosed. Mm-hmm. You, if you know Jay Z, you know the kind of person he's thinking of. Sure. Yeah. So that was shout out to Jay Z for whatever he did there. <laughs> for whatever that was. Thank you, Jay Z. Very cool. <laughs> uh, the only other thing that I think is really funny, um, you'll like this one. Like literally two days ago, uh, the government of Poland sent a letter to the government of Germany requesting $1.3 trillion in World War II war reparations. <laughs> like some stupid thing out of like Austin Powers or something. $1 trillion. Like, Can you what? imagine the poor sap who had to deliver the Polish like, open sap who had up. to deliver the message at this time when the German people can't even, they can't even, they're freezing their to homes. death in the cold. Some yeah. Polish guy comes up and he's like, hate to bring this up now i know we had a couple of years to bring this up <laughs> yeah i know it's a bad time but but we're gonna need 1.3 trillion trillion <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine like the polish squad of people who had to calculate that and they're going 
Eh, about a eighty. It could be eighty-seven billion, and someone goes, "We got to be higher. It's got to yeah, be higher." Yeah, it's got to be. Right, fine, we'll do five hundred billion. Up, bring it up. Yeah, you like triple do a that. Trillion? I'm thinking one point three <laughs> trillion dollars is what I'm thinking. We're gonna have to ask the German government. They don't have that. <laughs> no, right? They no. Can't, they, not only does the German government not have that, has the German government, as a matter of accumulation over time? ever produced 1.3 trillion dollars <laughs> no and in fact one might one might say that that's something that the world war, wars were about yeah. <laughs> uh, so i God. thought that was quite interesting yeah i mean uh, i'm sure there's gonna be a lot of that like it, you know the pie is shrinking over there in europe and so you're gonna see all sorts of insane you know grasping i'm sure you gotta love the boldness of it though, you dude. do you do you gotta love the yeah. boldness of it well to appreciate that uh that's all the news stories i got car you got anything that's else? everything i got excellent excellent well, shout out to tubby um shout out to mike lindell uh you want to give shout out to shout out shout out to putin for that gazprom video because that is know, spooky man. and wild man go check that out after we get done here it is I will uh, do that. it's like two minutes and it's uh it sends a message so speaking of uh spooky are we uh going to start getting in on some yes. uh, spooktacular? Yeah, it's so I funny you it. mentioned that on the last episode, I, or maybe it was the over the line, I said the same thing. I said to Carr, we have to start recording in now, otherwise we're never going to be able to get an episode out. So I, I literally, yeah. as we were recording, I just had, uh, I assume a listener uh, reach out, DM me and uh, episode suggestions, so yeah, we need oh, to get Oh, good. That. Well, send that my way, because I'm starting to write episodes down. Okay, cool. Here, I'll copy the link. Very good. Okay, well, uh, if we got nothing else, keep uh, two hands on the wheel.